KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. And it's time now for our moment in faith with Pastor Doug Nicely. Uh, Good afternoon, Doug. How are you doing today? Good afternoon, Gary. I'm doing well. I hope uh, you and your family are also. We are. And today we're going to talk about the introduction to the Lord's Prayer. Simple phrase, Our Father who art in heaven. And now we've we've talked quite a bit for the last few weeks about Luther's small catechism. Uh, But this was not the first version that Luther wrote. He wrote another version uh, nine years before that in 1520 called the, uh, what we know as the curtsy form, which means the, the original form. And in 1520, these are his comments about our Father who art in heaven. You don't have to pay close attention to everything I say here, but just get the drift, all right? It says, since thou art not a father according to the flesh, nor upon the earth, but art in heaven, a spiritual father, who diedst not, and art not weak, uh, but unlike an earthly father, who cannot help himself, whereby thou showest us how immeasurably better a father thou art, and teaches us to hold as nothing in comparison with thee, all earthly fatherhood, fatherland, friends, goods, flesh, and blood. Grant us therefore, O Father, that we may also be thy heavenly children. 1520. That's what he wrote. But if you know a little bit about Luther's life, it was interesting what he wrote nine years later in in what we now know as the small catechism. Let me read that for you. He says, Our Father who art in heaven, with these words, God wants us to attract us so that we believe he is truly our Father and we are truly his children, in order that we may ask him boldly with complete confidence, just as a loving child ask their loving father. So all of a sudden, nine years later, as he's trying to separate earthly fathers from the heavenly father, now he's trying to connect them together. What happened? Well, what happened was that between 1520 and 1529, he got married. (laughs) And he married a lady by the name of Catherine von Vora. As I said, uh, on a number of occasions, a renegade priest married a runaway nun. Right. He called her Katie, right? And he called her Katie, right. And in 1529, um, Luther was writing when his oldest child was just five years old. To this writer, who is now a father himself, Luther had learned to blur the distinctions between the love of our Heavenly Father and our earthly fathers. So now he thinks it's a good idea for us to understand our earthly fathers in the same way we understand our Heavenly Fathers, or at least in the same, in the same area. That's kind of interesting. And, and that's what happens to us. We have things that happen to us in our lives that kind of change our perspective on everything. And certainly that was the case for Luther. And it's always been that way. There's always been a kind of a disagreement about the Heavenly Father as opposed to the earthly fathers. But let me do a little bit of investigating in what earthly fathers are, our earthly fathers are described in the New Testament. One of my favorite Bible verses for fathers and their children is written in Ephesians chapter 6. There, St. Paul writes, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Now, years ago, when I was teaching confirmation class to a bunch of teenagers in our, in our church, one of my confirmation students, who was, I don't know, 12, 13 years old, responded after hearing this verse, I'm going to go home to tell my dad to quit driving me crazy. 
<laughs> I wonder how that worked out for him. I don't know. I don't know. But but I've always kind of chuckled because I've known the family all these years since. And now she's grown up to be a mother. And I'm sure she certainly understands what it's like to uh, drive your kids crazy. Right. <laughs> Where of this disparity between the Heavenly Father and our earthly fathers, St. John tries to explain to us in his uh, New Testament epistle, see what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called the children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is, and everyone who hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. The promise here is that what's important is that God is our Heavenly Father. And it may very well be that our earthly fathers and grandfathers need to learn from the Heavenly Father what it's like to have this particular role. And uh, that means that we need to learn to love our children and our grandchildren the same way God first loved us. Right. And it's so nice to think of God as that father, that father yeah. figure. And, and that's that's one of the good things I like about Luther telling us that we have to see ourselves as loving children as they ask their dear father. And that's the parallel he makes on that. Yeah. But let me just make one more point here. Okay. Um, this petition in the Lord's Prayer isn't just about males as opposed to females. To make up for this, I remember several Bible translations and hymns that tried to remove all uses of the words he or him when referring to God. We, we had one in 1982. But if you take a look at First Thessalonians, which is one of those letters that we're reading uh, on Sunday mornings these days as we're taking a look at the um, preparation for the last times, there St. Paul calls his relationship with this congregation in Thessalonica that of a, listen to this, mother. Hmm. He calls himself a mother of the church. And then, just a few verses later, this is verse 7 and 8 of chapter 2, in verses 11 and 12, he calls himself their father. <laughs> so there's a lot we need to learn from God about how we relate to him and to one another. And this all starts with the Lord's Prayer. And that's how we understand that um, commandment talks to us about honoring our fathers and our mothers. We honor them because they have God's role here on earth uh, that God has with us in eternity. That's how we kind of begin the Lord's Prayer, yep. by, by understanding God as our Heavenly Father. Let me have a little bit of prayer with you, okay? Yes, please do. Lord, there is much in the Bible that talks about you being our true Father. Help us to learn how all of our relationships are supposed to work by keeping in mind that you are the Dad and we are your kids. Amen. Amen. Thanks very much, Doug. You're welcome, Barry. We'll do first petition of the Lord's Prayer next week. Sounds good. We are the Messenger of Good News, KFUO.org, AM850 in the St. Louis region. And remember, we have our podcast available wherever you get your podcast. That's of our talk programs, including the segment that you just heard here. So maybe you want to hear it again or pass it along to your friend. That is available as a podcast at KFUO.org or wherever you get your podcast. We are the Messenger of Good News.